tonight on the show, we're going to review my sales and purchases for the past week. And we're going to dig into a subject I found out this week I need to start paying a little bit more attention to. And you're going to want to pay attention to it as well. Finally, if we have time at the end, I'm going to share a quick gaming tip with you. If you're a gamer, you're going to want to see this. Stay tuned. Happy New Year, everybody. It is January 2nd, 2023, and this is the third show that I have done, and we're going to talk a little bit tonight about whether or not people are actually buying things between Christmas and New Year. I got into a big discussion with my mom, and mom says that people aren't buying things uh, after Christmas. Well, I've got news for you. I kind of can prove a little bit different. So let's take a look at sales for the past week and then we'll see what we've got going on that's not it let's try this let's come back to this see this is a live show folks put this over here there we go okay so uh this week this past week i should say we have lost my cursor there it is uh we have a total of 19 sales totaling 678 dollars and 65 cents We'll flip through them really quick. I don't want to spend too much time because there's not a lot of fantastic and fascinating stuff here. Uh, but we do have a Thomas the Tank Engine plug and play. Uh, bought this at a yard sale for a dollar. Sold it for $21.99. I paid shipping, so I made about 15 bucks on that. Um, next up, we've got a game from the big giant video game lot I bought in July. Uh, this is Little Deviants. Uh, it's a sealed copy for the PlayStation Vita. Uh, for those of you who collect video games, you know that PlayStation Vita stuff is highly sought after. Um, this one sold for $24.99. Uh, I probably paid about five or six bucks for this one in the big giant lot that I bought. Next up, we've got the Hallmark ornaments are still selling even after Christmas. Hallmark ornaments are still selling. This is Dorothy and the Tin Man. Uh, it's not an expensive one, but it was $8.99. They paid shipping. Uh, so $15.03 plus, you know, take off the fees. I probably made about seven or eight bucks on that one. Uh, next up, we've got a Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo Wii's always do well, uh, especially around the end of the year, beginning of the year. People are into exercising and fitness. Uh, I'm going to be hitting the gym probably starting next week as well. Uh, so people like that. So the Wii bundles are selling. Um, sold that one for $114. Uh, anytime I'll do a Wii bundle, it'll always come with Nintendo, uh, Wii, Wii Sports. Uh, a couple of controllers, two nunchucks. Uh, so yeah, it's a pretty good deal for 114. Next up, this is an interesting one. This is the Rising Sun Dynasty Invasion board game expansion. Um, I bought a storage lot probably two years ago um, from a lady who was just cleaning it out there. Her husband had a uh, video game store and he passed away and she just wanted all of the stuff gone. So I bought a big giant lot from her from her storage shed. Uh, this is one of the last pieces I've got left. I think I paid... 4000 for the entire storage shed. Uh, so again, I don't know what I paid individually, but this one sold for $45. Uh, and then shipping added on top of that, so probably made about 40 bucks on that one. Uh, hello, Ricky. This is the I Love Lucy uh, talking ornament from Hallmark 2006. Uh, paid, uh, I think I paid 6 bucks for this one. Uh, sold for $29, and they paid shipping. 
Um, this was a The Adventures of Merlin second season. Um, this was from a bunch of DVDs I got from my mom when I was cleaning out her house. A bunch of stuff she didn't want, wasn't watching. Uh, some of them were sealed. Those went off to Amazon. Uh, this one was not, so I sold this one on eBay. Not worth a lot of money. Wasn't worth sending into to uh, to Amazon. I made five bucks, but they paid shipping, so that was all profit. The five dollars. Um, the Frosty the Snowman uh, holiday glass ornament again, another Christmas ornament, uh, seven ninety five, but they paid shipping. Now I'm not sure why this was ridiculously expensive, um, but I don't want to go in there and look because you might see their address. Um, I don't think the shipping was that expensive. They might have gotten two orders together. But anyway, $7.95. Any ornaments under $10, typically I always uh, charge shipping. But it seemed to be for, people seem to be okay with paying shipping for uh, for Christmas ornaments. Not sure why. But uh, we've got the nine-piece uh, ornament set with uh, Rudolph, Rudolph Thread. Anything from Rudolph Thread, those ain't reindeer. The Rankin Bass animated 1960s show. Um, those ornaments sell really well. Uh, this was a set, I believe, was from uh, Toys R Us, if I remember correctly. Um, nine figures, brand new, still in the package, sold for $25, uh, plus they paid shipping on top of that. Uh, the Beauty and the Beast Hallmark Keepsake Ornament. Um, this one is pending. Uh, they still haven't paid for this. I need to get on top of this, but that sold for 8 bucks if they pay for it. If they don't pay for it, I'll just relist it. Um, Next up, this has been in my inventory for a while. Um, the Nintendogs uh, for the Nintendo DS. Most Nintendogs games don't sell very well. Um, but this one, the Chihuahua one, uh, is apparently a hard-to-find one. So this one sold pretty pretty well. $10 for that. Hallmark Frosty the Snowman. Again, another animated TV show. The animated TV shows uh, from uh, the 60s seem to do really well. Uh, Frosty the Snowman. Uh, $22.99 for this one. Uh, and this one they did pay shipping on as well. Uh, Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks. This was a purchase from my Nintendo lot. Um, this is apparently a very hard to find game as well. Uh, with the game case and manual uh, and all the inserts. Uh, this was originally listed at $79.99. But one of the things I'll do if something's been sitting for a while is I'll send out offers to people who are watching. Uh, with a 10% discount, and this one sold with a 10% discount, $71.99, uh, and I paid shipping. But again, that's that thing probably weighs less than four ounces, so it's cheap. It was like three or four dollars for shipping. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 2. This was disc only. Uh, this I I have no idea why I even listed this one. Most Call of Duty games don't do very well. Um, so when I got an offer for this one for eight dollars and fifty cents. I took it because I didn't even know it was listed. Uh, so I didn't make a lot of money on that one, maybe five bucks. Um, Charlie Brown Christmas. This one I got um, on clearance from Target, I believe, last year when the whole cancel culture was going crazy and canceling everything related to Christmas. Um, there was talk that they weren't going to be making the uh, Charlie Brown Christmas anymore on television and the only way we're going to be able to watch it was on DVD. So I bought a bunch of these and I got them at Target. I think I paid like nine bucks a piece for them. Uh, and so I've got another one available. Uh, this one sold for $16 and I paid shipping. So probably made a couple of bucks profit on that. Not exactly what I thought would happen, but you know, still made money, got my money back. Um, the Wii Pro Classic Controller, the gold 
uh, one. This is the Legend of Zelda uh, Pro Controller for the Nintendo Wii. And uh, this commanded a pretty good penny for a controller, $34. Uh, very happy with that. Probably about, after fees and shipping, probably about $28. And I'm not sure what I spent on that. Um, next up, uh, a GameCube memory card. Anything GameCube sells really well. Uh, I got this one for free uh, when I bought a GameCube. The GameCube came with the memory card, so I sold the the, uh, the GameCube a long time ago, and I got the memory card as part of the deal. So I sold this for $14, uh, and I paid shipping again less than four ounces, so probably $10 profit on that one. This is a great one, and this is one I told you guys about. I believe I told you about last week. I think you saw that I bought these last week. Um, anything after Christmas that's Christmas-related... Um, you want to look for clearance deals. This was a clearance deal. This was uh, from Lowe's. Uh, it sells for $29.99 retail, uh, but they had them on clearance for 10 bucks. So I bought every one they had, which just only happened to be two. And within a day, both of them sold uh, to the same person for $59.98. They paid retail, $29.99, and they paid shipping on top of it. So I think I did the math on that one. And I think I made about $40 in profit after, cause it wasn't, I think I overestimated the shipping by a couple of bucks. I might've made like five bucks on the shipping, which offset the fees from eBay. So I probably made about 40 bucks uh, on the sale of those. Again, Christmas items, post Christmas, always want to be on the lookout for that. Finally, we've got the uh, Pokemon, uh, the, the Pokemon uh, plush. This is the Shaman Hedgehog. Um, I bought, my son and I went to a yard sale, uh, last year and we bought a big, I'd say we probably bought 20, 20 or 25 Pokemon plushes from one yard sale. This kid had a bunch of them and get, sold them to us for 10 bucks. Uh, so they were about 50 cents a piece, uh, when we were all said and done. So I made, I got this one for 12.99 plus they paid shipping. So I probably made about 10 bucks on this one. So yeah, so that's a pretty decent haul. Uh, $678.65 on 19 items sold last week. So even post-Christmas, things still sell well. So let's take a look at the things that I bought this week. Um, We'll go through this really quickly. Um, Everything I'm going to show you first here is a Goodwill purchase, and I'm going to tell you a fun story about the last item. So I got this at Goodwill. This is the Disney Infinity uh, Power Discs, and this is a complete uh set of the series one i paid 99 cents for this um this will probably get me about 25 dollars so about 17 dollars in profit uh so that was an easy no-brainer to pick up um next we got this board game i never even knew this was a thing uh called you gotta know baltimore the sports trivia game um this is actually brand new if you open it up and take a look the cards are still in the shrink wrap um and I'm standing in Goodwill and I scan the barcode and I look at it and it sells for about 20 bucks and I paid a dollar for this. So, you know, 20 bucks, a $12 profit after shipping. Cause I'll probably do free shipping. So $12 uh, profit on 99 cents. Uh, it's an easy decision to make this one. I wasn't sure about, um, when I was growing up in the seventies and eighties, there was a thing called choose your own adventure books. And I think these are the, modern day equivalent of that these are called fighting fantasy books but it's basically the same concept it's a book that's a story uh that you read and then it says are you going to ignore the box are you going to cast a strength spell are you going to pick up the rope and then you turn to different pages and the story unfolds based on the decisions you make um 
I wasn't sure how well these would sell. It was kind of eh, but they were 99 cents a piece. So I paid four bucks for four of them. I will probably sell these in a lot and get probably 20 bucks for the lot. Um, as opposed to if I sold it five bucks, uh, most of that would be eaten up in shipping. So five bucks minus $4 for shipping or $3 for shipping, you know, I'm basically breaking even. But if I can take and sell all four of them for five bucks and make 20 bucks and then do free shipping on that, the shipping's only going to be about five bucks. So I'll make about $15 because I'm consolidating my shipping. So $15 on a $4 spend um, is about $11 profit. This one was interesting too, because I'd never even heard of this before, but I knew that coloring books did really well. Uh, but apparently this particular coloring book, Mouse Guard, um, is in extremely rare. Um, apparently there's a story called Mouse Guard, and this is a coloring book that tells a story. Um, on Amazon, this book is going for $140, $150. I think it's mispriced at that price, uh, but I'm going to list it for $30. Um, $30 bucks for a coloring, it's, it's an adult coloring book. Um, you can see the, uh, you know, it's not, it's very detailed. Um, but 30 bucks for a coloring book that I paid 99 cents for, um, is, you know, that's going to net me about a $22 profit. Finally, I'll show you these. Um, these are basically brand new shoes. I got these at Goodwill. These are New Balance, um, 928 N3. Uh, shoes, but they're Velcro shoes, they're walkers, uh, and there's virtually nowhere on the sole. There's nowhere on the inside. You can't really see that that well. Um, but I paid eight bucks for these. Now, what makes them valuable is this is a size 14. If you have big feet and you have big shoes, you know that finding shoes to fit you is extremely difficult and very, very rare. So when I saw a pair of almost brand new 14s, uh, at Goodwill, I just snatched these up because I knew they were worth something. I came home and checked. They'll go for about 60 bucks, um, which will get me about a $42 profit. So once you do all the math on that, uh, you're looking at, I spent about $16 at Goodwill. Uh, I'll make about $123 uh, on the sale of that stuff, which you take off the buy cost is about $107. Um, so that's how much I'll make on that. Then I want to talk about this. So I'll give you the quick story because I'm running short on time and I want to get to the second topic. But this is a Lego set, okay? And the reason I bought this Lego set was because for Christmas I got a wax warmer. And if you don't know what a wax warmer is, it's basically a, a candle that doesn't have a flame. Uh, it's just a little wax melt that you put in there and the light bulb heats up the wax and melts it and makes it smell good. Uh, well, I bought the waxes from Walmart and they were like 12 bucks or something like that. Uh, but it wasn't enough to get free shipping. So what I had to do is I had to buy something else to get over the $35 minimum to get the free shipping. So I saw these were on clearance at Walmart for $25. Looked them up on eBay. They sell for $50. So if I sell this on eBay for $50, number one, I got the free shipping. Number two, I got my money back from buying this. And number three, it probably paid for all, if not mo most, if not all, of the wax melts. So... This is kind of what I do as far as income hacking. I find ways to get the things I want to buy without actually paying for them. So yes, I spent the money, but when this sells, all the money I spent will come back to me um, and then some. So that's kind of my week in, in reselling. Um, I want to go ahead and transition over and talk a little bit about this second subject, which I think is very important. So let's, let's, let's dig into this.
Okay, so recently I had a friend pass away, and we're not going to get into the details of that because it's not relevant, but uh, when she passed away, I was the sole beneficiary of her life insurance policy, and I got a big payout from that. Um, but it was term life, and I I, I have a friend, and, and I'm going to be talking to him next. His name is Dr. Raymond Jewell, um, and I've got him over here, and we... Um, Ray has an interesting take on term life insurance, and he thinks there's other options. So I'm going to bring him on. Let me do this. Ray, are you there? I'm here. Okay. Ray, can you just kind of quickly explain to people the uh, the program that you were talking to me about last week and 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 how it how it works? Well, sure. Um... One of the things, though, you got to put in perspective is when people talk about term life insurance, and most of the insurance salesmen out there are selling life insurance, they'll sell term life insurance because it's an easy sale. But what they don't understand is there's what is called lost opportunity cost attached to it. So you buy term insurance, you get nothing back. And you continue to pay those dollars, and all you get is that death benefit that they promise to pay if you die. But most people, Statistically, I think it's uh, between age uh, zero and 65, there's probably a uh, uh, one and a half percent chance you're going to die. So they're going to, the insurance companies get to keep all that money. And, uh, and when the person goes to cash it in, if they're too old, it's gone because it's term insurance. It goes away at a certain age. And so when people have money, what they what they look to do is put it away where it's safe. Uh, and I like to ask the question with with my clients that if I showed you a place that you could put your money and you you would lose all the growth for the in the first two years, but after that you never lose another dime as long as you live. Would you put your money there? And most people, right. I'd say 99% of the people say, yes, I'd put my money there because I've got guarantees. After that two years, I'm guaranteed not to lose ever again. And it would continue to grow. And eventually, it would grow past what your deposits are. So your, uh, your growth can go into the double and triple digits. Most people don't know about this. And... Then you say, you, you ask the question on top of that, if I said that if you became disabled, I would continue to deposit that money for you, um, would that make, how would you feel about that? Most people say, well, that'd be great. You mean to tell me if I become disabled, you, you would continue to deposit that money for me. Who's the you? And I'm not depositing it. Who's the you? The, the institution that we're using. Right, the bank, or, or whatever you're getting it the from. The bank. Right. Excuse me. Excuse me. I, I do clean up better than this. So, what you, so, so let me just play back what you're saying here a little bit. What I think you're saying is that, so I'm putting money into this thing, and if for some reason I'm unable to put the money into the thing, the place where I'm putting the money will put the money in on my behalf. Yes. Yes. See, that's crazy. And in addition to in addition to that, uh, if you were to die, 
we would guarantee to pay exponentially greater than you have put away in your savings account to your beneficiary, income tax-free and outside of probate. How's that sound? That's pretty good. Yeah. And then we would probably, we would have that money grow tax deferred. So you wouldn't pay taxes on it. Um, and when you go to take it out, you could take it out tax-free. So all those things sound good. And what I just described to you is what is called whole life insurance. But when you say that term to people, it's like the crowd. You know, they yeah, they people. Uh, no, 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 no. I yeah. If you describe uh, the benefits, then it makes a big difference. If you lead with the benefits, sell the sizzle, not the steak. Right. Right. So what I just explained was a place to put money, and uh, and and protect yourself and create a lasting legacy. Uh, also in, ensure that if you became disabled, you couldn't pay, couldn't save that money, it, the uh, insurance company would save it for you. Whole life insurance wins hands down because markets go up and down and whole life insurance, the values never, never go down. They only go up. So if you have- Even in an inflation either, time like now? Even in inflation time, they go up, they don't go down. See, that's what blows uh, me away. And then the other, and, and that's what blows me away about this whole idea and why I think this is a, is a much, because one of the things you told me a long time ago when I started doing this resale business is, you know, it's because I take, I take money and I set it aside for taxes. And I base, you basically said, you know, what are you getting on that money? Cause you're really, what you do, and, and we'll get to the plug at the end, but what you do is you kind of show people the lost opportunity costs. If you're sitting money in a savings account, and it's making half a percent if you're lucky in that savings account, all that money is not growing like it could and is not working for you like it could if you put it to work in other places. And one of the things you told me that really stuck in my head was, you know, Steve, if you take the money you've got set aside for taxes and you go out and you buy more stuff to resell with that money and then you pay yourself back what you borrowed, you're getting more than half a percent because I know whenever I buy something, I'm always looking to double my money. So if I spend $10 right. on something, I want to get that $10 back plus 10 more. So, you know, like if I take a thousand dollars out of my tax savings account and I buy a thousand dollars worth of merchandise and I put that thousand dollars back and I get a thousand dollars on top of it, that's kind of what got me. In. And, and it's very similar what you're talking about with like whole life insurance in a way. Well, yeah, there, there's a, uh, there's a program you can Google called be your own banker. And it, it outlines all of that, and it allows people to uh, uh, to to access dollars through their own private bank, use it, and then pay themselves back. The theory is, if you make a car payment, you're going to make that car payment to the bank. So you're paying somebody. Why wouldn't you be the bank? Because the banks make money off of cars and and other things that they lend money on. A lot of people say, well. You know, cars are a depreciating asset. Well, not to a bank, because when they lend money on a car, they get that money fast, money coming back. You're paying it back faster than the car is depreciating. Right. And at the end, they give you a two or four year old car, but they've had that asset and they've been collecting money. We call it rent, economic rent um, on, on, the, on the car you're driving around. And you're maintaining it. You, you've got to 
you've got to put on your macro hat and be able to see through everything in the big picture. And then you're able to isolate the flaws because the financial system is terribly flawed. And well, they're focused on making their profits and their, their, their commissions. Right. But the financial planners don't understand how flawed it is because there's good soldiers for the financial institutions. You've right. got a guy with a certified financial planner title and he's out there and uh, he's, he's shilling for the financial institutions because he's making money. Now, there's nothing wrong with making money, but it should never come out of the client's pocket. Right. It should come out of the, the uh, insurance company. If they want the business, let them pay for it. And uh, when you look at it in a macroeconomic model, you're able to see it. And, and, and it's I think so that, simple. And I think that's one of the things that I find so fascinating about what you do. And I'll go ahead and, and throw your little um, lower third up here so people can see you. Um, personaleconomiccoach.com. That's, well, that's what you do. And it's what you've done for 40 years now. And I think what was fast, most fascinating to me is that you do not charge me a dime to give me the coaching that you give me. If you make a commission, if you make a sale, any money you make is from decisions that I make to go in a direction that you want me to make. And then the company will compensate you. I don't pay you yeah. a dime. No, we don't get any money from our clients. Right. We don't charge fees. It's a lost opportunity cost. You have, when you pay somebody a fee, you've got the lost opportunity of using it for something else. So we don't charge fees. We do work on referrals, but uh, we, we only get paid by the third party. It never comes out of the client's right. pocket. Which is great. So when you have your listeners, if they're looking looking for places to put money, it, and you know they could go to Google the Leap Systems. I think it's LeapSystems.com. They can read all about it there and find somebody that can help them. Um, and uh, when they can see it in a macro model, they're seeing how their business, because everybody's personal life and their business life are together. No matter what you say. They are dovetailing together because if you're running a business, you're drawing income out of the business to support support yourself, maybe other employees, but to support yourself. Right. And so they dovetail together. So you got to look at it all together. When you look at it all together, it's very powerful. Right. Where can people and find they you? They will be able to see. They Where? will be able to see uh, everything all on one page and and understand it better. If someone wants to talk to you to, about this, where can they find you? PersonalEconomicCoach.com. We have a calendar there if they want to. If they want to uh, sit down, we we give them a free. Uh, what is it? 15, 30 minute. Fifteen thirty minute consult, uh, right? Yep. Yeah. Kind of assess where they're at, and then they can decide if they want to do anything with it. Yep. Cool. Yep. Ray, thank you so much. I'm going to wrap this up because I'm going to get ready to close out the show. We're coming up on my 30-minute window. I appreciate your time, sir. You are a dear friend and a scholar. Take care. See you, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Okay, we're going to wrap it up. But before we do, I'm going to hit you. That was kind of heavy, I know. But I think it was important. I think people need to pay attention to that. But I'm going to show you one last thing that I think, if you're a gamer, you need to know about this. (laughs) 
Okay, this last thing, if I can get it set up here, because I should have done it already, um, is if you're a gamer, you have Steam, you have Epic, you have... Um, uh, what's the other one? Um, you have all these different places where you can buy games. Uh, Origin, Ubisoft, um, all these different places. And if you want to play a game... You got to remember, where did I buy? Did I buy from GOG? Did I buy it from Ubisoft? Did I buy from Steam? Well, there is a program that I want to tell you about called GOG Galaxy. Let me throw the lower third up here so you guys can see this. GOGgalaxy.com, or actually, if you go to GOG.com slash galaxy, this is a fantastic piece of software. What this will do is this will go through your entire inventory of every game you own uh, regardless of the platform. So I have, these are games that I bought from GOG. These are games that I bought from the Epic Store. These are games that I bought from Origin. These are games I bought from Steam. It doesn't matter. It's all under one umbrella. Everything you own, everything you want to play is right here, and it will figure out what launcher it needs to run to play a particular game. And yes, I have way too many games. Half of these I've probably never even played. But I love this program. This is a fantastic piece of software. If you are a gamer, you need to check this out, gog.com slash galaxy. Well, I am at my window, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in for another week. I really do appreciate it. Um, I hope you had a great Christmas. I hope you had a great New Year's. Uh, 2023 is going to be a, let's just call it an interesting year. Um, without getting into too much details, I've got some things going on that are going to need some of my attention. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to be here every Monday night at 7.30. We're going to go over uh, what what I sold, what I didn't sell. The goal always is to try to motivate you guys to do what I do, be a better person, have more money than you could possibly know what to do with, have more time, have more freedom, and basically live the life that you know you're supposed to. That's all I've got to say for this week. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. I will talk to you next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Steve Bailey Show. Please make sure to check out Steve on all his social media platforms.